Shelf Esteem is brought to you by the City of Port Adelaide Enfield Libraries. Imagine a world where island nations are so threatened by rising sea levels that one of those island nations builds a wall around its entire coastline. And of course, the people who are living outside of the wall want to get in. It's kind of a matter of life and death. That's a frightening scenario, but it's made even more scary by the fact that it's not really that hard for us to imagine it. Hi there, and welcome to another instalment of Shelf Esteem. Today we're going to talk about British novelist and journalist John Lanchester's new book, The Wall, and he said it in exactly that kind of dystopian scenario. The Wall is available to borrow right now through PAE Libraries, or you can read the ebook by downloading the free Libby app. Now, though, for a little more in depth discussion about The Wall, it's over to your hosts, Warwick and Sonia. The Wall was recently longlisted for the Booker Prize, and it's set in a near future where climate change has led to an island nation building a huge wall around its entire coastline, cutting itself off from the rest of the world. The main character, Kavanagh, is a new conscript defender whose role is to monitor one section of this structure to protect against the others who are trying to breach it. Written from Kavanagh's perspective, the tale takes you through his thoughts and feelings from the, the cold weather that there is there and the fear from what might be coming and interactions with other defenders that are conscripted to the same role as Kavanagh is. The wall paints a bleak picture of times to come through relatable characters trying to get through their two years of service before returning to civilian life. I really enjoyed the book. I think it did what it set out to do which is highlight today's issues in a dystopian setting. So, for example, climate change and in particular the rising sea levels, overpopulation, the refugee crisis, which was the others, and also intergenerational conflict. And it blended them all together in a really easy, easily palatable way without being too confronting, but it did make you think. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought it did a really good job of intertwining modern day issues into a fictional narrative that's to some degree plausible for the future that's, that may come. I, I really like dystopian fiction anyway, so it's kind of a favourite genre of mine, so I might be a little bit biased. To make things worse, the olds didn't do time on the wall because there was no wall, because there had been no change, so the wall wasn't needed. This means that the single most important and formative experience in the lives of my generation, the big thing we all have in common, is something about which they have exactly no clue. Most of the weight is given to Kavanagh, the protagonist. He seems to be more three-dimensional than the other characters because they seem to pale in comparison to him. And if they'd been given more depth, I think it would have enriched the novel. The intergenerational conflict was really well written with the characters. The younger generation serving on the wall really blame the previous generation for how the world is today. And that becomes apparent when Kavanagh gets to go home for a short break. You can see how disconnected he is from his parents and how he feels that he wouldn't be in that situation if his if their generation had actually acted at the time. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Wall has few protagonists and that makes it a bit of a clearer read than many other fiction 
novels. Um, that is also the case for other dystopian fiction books like 1984, Brave New World, Handmaid's Tale and Fahrenheit 451. And it's probably intentional, I think, to some extent, because the setting is key to the style of the novel. Too many characters would detract away from the underlying theme and the issues that the book is trying to raise. Um Key is Kavanagh. He's relatable because he's a young conscript sent for two years to, as a defender and his frustrations are natural. There's also Hefer, who's a woman conscript and she's serving at the same time as him and she serves as a kind of a love interest of Kavanagh's in a, in a complex society in which they're living. There's also the captain, who's a hardened, experienced soldier who's served many times there, along with a few other soldiers and the mysterious others who may attack at any time. Um, the characters and characteristics, though, in many ways are secondary to the setting and the situation they're in. And for me, because the wall is such a key part of it, it's almost like the wall is a character of its own. I think you're right, Warwick. And even though it's not specifically mentioned, the setting of the novel is most probably Britain. It's an island surrounded by the ocean. And Lanchester does really well in creating the atmosphere of what it feels like on the wall. It's cold and it's bleak and you really get that feeling throughout the whole novel. Absolutely. It's cold on the wall. That's the first thing everyone tells you and the first thing you notice when you're sent there. And it's the thing you think about all the time you're on it. And it's the thing you remember when you're not there anymore. It's cold on the wall. You look for metaphors. It's cold as slate, as diamond, as the moon. Cold as charity. That's a good one. But you soon realise that the thing about the cold is that it isn't a metaphor. It isn't like anything else. It's nothing but a physical fact. Cold is cold is cold. So that's the first thing that hits you. It isn't like other cold. This is a cold that is all about the place, like a permanent physical attribute of the location. It's intrinsic. So it hits you as a package. The first time you go to the wall, the first day of your tour, you know that you're there for two years. You know that it's basically the same everywhere. Few books are as tied to their setting as dystopian fiction stories. The title itself encapsulates the most important element of the story, and even more important than Kavanagh himself at any stage. And the simplistic descriptions of defenders, others, elites, they raise more questions than the book gives you answers to, which I suppose is a good thing because it makes you try to work out for yourself. Um, the lack of detailed information as to how the world got to this stage may be as much a reflection of the austere and bleak surroundings that Kavanagh finds himself in and, and what he experiences each day on the wall. And the reality of his here and now is far more important to the narrative than what came before. The story is written as a first-person narrative and that makes it about Kavanagh's view of the world around him. And that's reminiscent of trench literatures, so books like Birdsong by Sebastian Falks, as the location is so key to the narrative. It's quite descriptive of Kavanagh's view and the role of a defender requires little interaction with other people, so there's not lots of conversation. And again, like Handmaid's Tale in 1984 that I mentioned before, it revolves around a single protagonist in a bleak future I setting. I see what you mean with that trench warfare fiction. For me, it reminded me more of like a teen dystopian fiction like Maze Runner or Divergent. Absolutely. I think mainly because the main protagonists of this novel were teenagers themselves. 
Some other similar books would be as well Hunger Games, another teen fiction, or Margaret Atwood's novels like The Handmaid's Tale and its long-awaited follow-up The Testaments, or Oryx and Crake. She's a great writer with some really strong characters as well. Also 1984 by George Orwell, which I think was written in a similar way, with current events making the author think about how it could affect our future. And maybe if you're a fantasy fan, I found some similarities with Game of Thrones. The wall being the big wall in the north and the others, the White Walkers. Definitely. And I would mention one more book, which is um, Children of Men by P.D. James. And that's a world in which children are no longer born due to a fertility crisis. And the main character, Theo, in that book is trying to navigate a world that has lost its focus and its future with no more children. So if you haven't read any dystopian novels before and you feel like dipping your toe in the water, I think this is a really good one to read to start with. Or also, if you've read lots of dystopian before, then it's still well worth a good read, isn't it? Absolutely. And what would you rate the book out of five, Sonia? I'm going to give this one a four. I thought it was really well written. I thought it was related well to current events, so you could really understand how this world had come about. I really liked Kavanaugh. I thought he was a good, strong character. Yeah, it's a good strong four out of five for me. Yeah, and it's a four out of five for me as well. I found it compelling and it pulled me in to see how things would work out. And I'd happily read more books set in the same future setting if Lanchester was to try and follow it up with something else in that world. That was Warwick Conway and Sonia Lawrence discussing John Lanchester's new novel, The Wall. The Wall is available to borrow right now through PAE Libraries, or you can read the ebook version by downloading the free Libby app. That's L I B B Y. Search for that in your app store and use your library membership details to gain access to tons of free ebooks. That's all for this episode of Shelf Esteem, but we've got loads more cool episodes coming up, more book reviews. Uh, movie recommendations, author talks, all kinds of stuff. So if you haven't already, please subscribe. If you like what you're hearing or you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. We have a new email address. It's shelfesteem at cityofpae.sa.gov.au. You can also find the libraries on our various social networks. Just do a search for PAE Libraries. Shelf Esteem is recorded in the Parks Library Media Room here at the Parks Library, Angle Park. The media room is available for public use, so if you're interested in sound, video, or any kind of digital media, come down and talk to the staff and we can show you the kinds of cool stuff that are available to try and learn about here at the media space. Shelf Esteem was recorded and produced by me, Luke Eigenram, 